So in today's world, whenever we discuss commerce and Shabbos, the classic question is internet and Shabbos, selling on Amazon, selling on eBay. But in the previous generation, the question was vending machines. You had Jewish-owned vending machines. You still have it today throughout the United States, throughout Israel, Europe. And many, many questions were asked. You had a question of Lifneiver, putting vending machines in places where Yidin or unfortunately Michal Shabbos is that an issue? So we'll discuss that you know at a different time and we'll also discuss the other question of Schar Shabbos, of earning money on Shabbos. So that, that is not the topic for today. Just one of the points met, raised in those in those Chuvas farm was the question of the Nachri making a Kenyan in the property of the Jew. What does this mean? So yesterday we we uh, opened up the discussion of the Chai Adam's Klal. Again, the Chai Adam in Klal Gimel says there are eight conditions that allow one to have a Nachri doing Malacha with a Jew's item on Shabbos. And condition number one is it has to be out of Beisai Shal Yisrael. So some of the places can discuss maybe the vending machine is called Beisai Shal Yisrael. It is, uh, you know, Schwartz's vending machines. And the Nachri is making a Kenyan transaction. He puts in his dollar bill. He gets his bottle of soda. So he's purchasing something from a Jew's home on Shabbos. So let's go back and explore the these halachas again in a clear way. Now we'll get back to the vending machine question. So we said we said yesterday the Chayadam's first condition is that it has to be chutz mi so it cannot be in the home of the Yisrael. We read from the Rambam yesterday, read it inside, that when a Nachri walks out of a Jew's, a Jew's home on Shabbos carrying an item, you know, he's borrowing something, he's borrowing a shovel, he's walking around with something, it gives off the impression of one of several things. Maybe you gave the Nachri a uh, you know, a job to do, send him, you know, on shlichas. Maybe you sold it to him. You gave him something as a mashka, and you're doing business transactions with him. And therefore, the Ramam says that these things are all usr, that a person cannot lend something to a nachri unless he gets, unless he is out of your house before sunset, before shkia. However, if you look at the other Rishonim, the other Rishonim just narrow in on one concern. Their one concern is that it looks like you sent the Nachri on a mission. So when the Nachri, when the non-Jew walks out of my house holding something on Shabbos, it looks like I sent them on a shlichas. So, based on this, the Magan Ram says, based on the Machlekes and the Rishayim, if the issue is Mishum, that I sent him on a, on a mission, versus a uh, looking like a mashka and looking like I sold him, the difference would be if you live in a place that has an Erev. According to the Rishonim, they say I sent him to go bring this somewhere. What's the big deal? We have an Erev anyways. The whole town is surrounded by a wall. You know, the town has an Erev. Again, not all communities would you say the entire city has an Erev, which is an interesting concern. But let's assume if there's an Erev in town that people will just say that you just told him to bring it from point A to point B, there would not be a concern of Maris Ayan that he's, that he's going to do Malacha for Man Shabbos, as opposed to the Rambam's concern. According to the Rambam, it has nothing to do with carrying it on Shabbos per se. It looks like you're doing business with him on Shabbos, that he's walking out with that on Shabbos. So that is the two tzedadim brought down in the Magan Avram. If you look at the Mishabur, the Mishabur says that, first of all, if it's a keli that you do Malacha with, so let's say it's a uh, lawnmower, or you know, a saw, something that is typically used for malacha, 
So then everyone agrees that no matter where you live, you live in a, a place surrounded by a wall, you live in a place with an error, it doesn't make a difference, it would give off the impression that you sent him to do a malacha for you. So that would be us. Everyone agrees to that. There is a machlaikas. If you have an Erev and the item is not something that's typically used for Malacha, so then one could say you could rely on the Magan Avram and you could re- rely that the Iker Shita is like most Rishonim, not like the Rambam, that we're not too concerned that it looks like Mechira, and therefore I can lend my neighbor something so I can lend him, let's say he needs, a, I don't know, a corkscrew or something to, buy, to open his bottle of wine. He needs something that is not a typically used for Malacha and is an Erev in town, I'm allowed to lend him that on Shabbos. So that's the basic uh, halacha, that's the uh, c- that's the consensus of most of the Paiskin. Based on the Taz, look at the Mishabura, it's a machlekes on a One can definitely be meiko if you have an Erev and this keli is not typically used for malacha. However, if it's something that's used for malacha, a lawnmower, chainsaw, whatever you have, that would be usher. Next question, what about renting something to a guy? So... If you look at the Mishnahis, it seems like even renting before Shabbos, you have many Shilas. We're not going to discuss that now. But definitely renting something, leasing a car, or renting a car to a Nachri on Shabbos itself, he's going to pick it up on Shabbos. So that would be Asr. One should not do that on Shabbos. Definitely everyone agrees it's Asr. Let's move on to a few other cases. What, what about where I'm not lending or renting something to the Nachri? I am using his services. So... That's the case in the Mishnah, that a person had to bring his clothing to the kibbutz nachri. He had to bring it to the uh, dry cleaning, the ancient dry cleaning, but he had to have been in his hand leaving your house prior to Shabbos. If the nachri is seen walking out of your home with a bag of laundry, it gives off the impression you asked him to do this laundry for you at Shabbos, to bring it to the laundromat, and therefore will be us. So anytime you have a pickup service, so if you look at the... the Place came from 30, 40 years ago. They discussed the uh, the diaper services. If you have that, that will be usher to have the nachri come pick it up on Shabbos. The same thing would apply to a dry cleaning service. The Shilas asked, "What if a person, you know, doesn't want to go to the the post office? They want to just leave their mail in their mailbox." So in some some communities, you uh, you pick up the flag, and the mailman knows to take your I'm sorry, not mailman anymore, your mail professional. Uh, picks up your uh, pick up your mail, and we'll we'll bring it. We'll, uh, we'll we'll get it sent for you. Can you do that? The nachri is picking it up from your rishos. So there, the other can say that no. Since he's coming all the time, anyways, he didn't come specifically for you. Everyone knows that he, you didn't arrange for him to pick this up from your house on Shabbos, and therefore uh, one could be make and leave their mail out. The the one time I'd be machmer in this shilas. Let's say it's not your classic mail, it's your UPS packages or your Amazon packages where you specifically request a pickup from your house. And even if you don't specifically request a pickup, you know the, you know, you order, you or your wife orders everything. Every day you have Zappos coming and Amazon, every, every day a package is coming. Still, when a, when a, when a, uh, when a, when a uh, onlooker would see that the UPS guy or your Amazon shipping is picking up a package from your house, they would assume you requested that they do this on Shabbos, so that would be an issue of Maris Ayin, and I would I would uh, lean to being Machmir, and one should not have the UPS or Amazon pickup 
on Shabbos itself. If someone's dealing with a Malkam Hefzid, you have to return it by a certain day. Okay, ask a Shiloh in the Paiskim. We could try to think of uh, what to rely on, but that would be the basic psak regarding these things. What about uh, you know a, a delivery of an appliance? So it could also look like Mechachomemchar, that you're, you're busy with something, so one should not request that these things are delivered on Shabbos. There are times when that's the only time they could come, is Saturday, so as long as you try that they shouldn't come on Shabbos, if that's the only time they could come, they could come in, but they cannot install it, because installing it would be them actually doing malacha, so one could accept delivery if need be, but don't have them install anything on Shabbos. That's regarding you know your service. What about a mechira? What about selling something to someone? Can I sell... Uh, I don't know, let's say I sell laptops, and I sell it from my home. So if you, if you want, you can come pick up a laptop, you pay online, and I'm selling it out of my home. A Heimish business. So let's say I have non-Jewish customers. Can they come in the middle of my Shabbos meal and knock on the door, and I'll have them pick up their laptop? So first of all, even if I was just lending it to a Nahri, you have the issue of it looks like he's carrying it outside, and it looks like you did Mechira, but for sure, the place can say, if you actually did sell it to him, if you sold this item to a Nachri, and he's just picking it up on Shabbos, so that would be us, it looks like my recite. He's walking out with a laptop, he's walking out with with, uh, with books, whatever, you, whatever people sell. So one should not do that because it, it gives off the impression of that the Mechira actually took place on, on Shabbos. Even if, theoretically, you, uh, you finalize a transaction before Shabbos, this would be an issue of, of Myra Science. So, the, so based on this, going back to our vending machine case, the Minchas Yitzchak Zetzal in Chelek Gimel he says that vending machine should be the same thing, that the, uh, the Nachri is doing a transaction on your property on Shabbos and it should be us. However, the overwhelming majority of the Paiskim are Mekel. Uh, there's a famous Tshuva of a Marshag, we'll, we'll get to it at the right time. But all the Paiskim argue with the Minchas Yitzchak and they say that over here everyone knows the Nachri is doing the transaction by himself. He put the dollar in the machine. He purchased his soda. The yid had zero involvement. There's other questions. We'll get to that, you know, later. Shabbos, Marisai, whatever. But there's no issue of the Kinyan taking place in Shabbos. The Nachri is doing everything on his own. So therefore, that would not be an issue. There is a heter thrown around by the Magan Avram, and some of the place can discuss this. The Ramah brings it down as well. The concept of being meyachet loy makim for for the Nachri, meaning you 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 do a Kinyan before Shabbos, and the, the Nachri didn't pick it pick it up yet. He has to pick up his laptop late at night. So uh, you know, in a public share, we would we'd be machmer and say that this is not something to do. Again, there are times when there's hefsen involved, especially when someone is dealing with uh, with clients. So if someone knows they're going to be in a situation where their client has to pick up something, let's say they printed something for them, let's say they they you know they sell uh, I don't know uh, collectible collectible items, and there's no other way. That person is only going to be in town on Shabbos, and that's the only time they can pick it up. So once you ask a Paisic, depending on the situation, uh, a Paisic might feel that they would rely on some of the Achreinim uh, here that discuss that if the, if the Kinyan was done before Shabbos or if if Amiyachil uh, and I give him this is your place, so perhaps one could be Megal. Again, the Chai Odom is Machmer in that, the Mishabrua is Machmer as well. But there are times when a Paisic would take those into consideration. So we basically went through the beginning of, of uh, the first condition that it must be out of your house 
before Shabbos, if the Nachri is hanging out in your house, bring, taking out things, either he lent it to him, you're renting it to him, we get into many Shilohs, we have to figure out, even if I'm lending it to him, is it something that people do Malacha with? Is there an Erev in town? So therefore, before being a friendly neighbor, of course, a person has to always make a Kedosh Hashem, that's definitely a factor, but a person has to really consider, am I allowed to lend this to a Nachri? My neighbor needs my car. Can I give him my car in Shabbos? No, you cannot. It's an answer of Mar Zion. So all these things must be taken into consideration before being a, a giving neighbor on Shabbos. Instead, invite them in for some Chalant, and, uh, and you'll have to, you know, figure out a different way how to make a Kiddush Hashem. Okay, we'll continue this next week.